2: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up. Their first playoff appearance since 1991.
1: On a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on free Odyssey
2: app. <laughs> this how you feeling, Paul? <laughs> Saturday vibe. At least it's sunny out. It's not that cold, but warmer weather on the way. And uh, later sunsets, I mean, yesterday, it was gray all day, and then the sun started setting. And then the sky turned pink and orange and baby blue. I was like, all right, that gives me some hope that, like, you know, we're going to have more of those coming up. Keith McPherson on the fan, and uh, you just heard the update. It's four-zip Cardinals versus Mets. Maybe you don't want to watch that. It just doesn't, like, you get so excited to watch, and I know it's spring training, but... If you're a Mets fan, it's just not going to help your mood as you're thinking about Kodai Senga and Pete Alonso maybe not being a Med, whatever. On the Yankee side, the Yankee fan, of course, can't watch the game right now. But the Yankees are rolling. It's 6-2 in the top of the third. And it's like, I mean, everybody's getting some. As I was on Twitter, I'm like, man, I'm looking at Talking Yanks, right? Talking Yanks used to work with John Boy and those guys. They do the best job as far as like, okay, you can't watch the game, but these guys probably have some type of radio call from Detroit. They're playing the Tigers, and uh, they are giving you live tweets. So they're live tweeting the game, and I've been watching them, and they're like, Volpe leads off with a single. Obviously, that's going to hype up the Yankee fans. See, volpe, Volpe's volpe got to be the leadoff hitter, bro. If we really want this team to go, Volpe's got to be the leadoff hitter, then Soto, then Judge. If you ask me, I say give the young man a couple months, right, lower in the lineup, maybe even at nine, and keep him there until he forces you to raise him higher. And even then, don't put him in the leadoff spot until you absolutely have to. DJ LeMayu, I think, will get the first crack at it. Alex Verdugo has experience doing it in Boston. Glaber Torres has experience doing it here in the Bronx. Don't force Volpe into that position until he forces your hand. Anyway, so Volpe stole a bag. His first bag of the spring. Lead-off single, steals a bag. I'm telling you, that kid has never been a bum. So if a lot of you were thinking last year, oh, this kid isn't as good as... Yeah, he was a 21-turning-22-year-old shortstop for the Yankees that grew up rooting for the Yankees, became Derek Jeter after watching Derek Jeter. Give him some time. So then um, the Yankees continue on, and uh, we've got Luis Hill out there. We've got uh, Trent Grisham. Don't forget about Trent Grisham. Everybody wants to say, oh, well, how's it going to work with Aaron Judge playing center field? Trent Grisham is on the team. Mets fans are very familiar with him. He hits a three-run bomb. And uh, Luis Hill gets a one-two-three first inning. And as Yankee fans are clamoring for Blake Snow, and we see the Mets already tapping into their depth with, Tyler McGill, Luis healed two years ago as a first-time young guy breaking into the league. He showed us something, and he had Tommy John. And if he comes back this year and still has it, you can expect to see him. There's there's some other guys you can expect to see. So I won't give you the live play-by-play, but check out Talking Yanks if you uh, want to get you know, any kind of insight. And the Yankees have put out a couple things too, but Talking Yanks is literally live tweeting the game telling you what's happening. 877 877- 337, Luis Torres singles. Everson Pereira leads off the third with a single. Oscar Gonzalez, the SpongeBob guy. They had cut him and let him go, but he's a spring training invite. I call him the SpongeBob guy because he used to play for the Guardians and come out to the SpongeBob song. And if you remember the ALDS in 2022, he was pretty clutch for the Guardians against the Yankees. But yes, the Yankees are up and they're bullying the Tigers. 6-2 to two right now. I'll keep my eyes on game dates. The middle of the third inning, 8-7-7, 3 We have live baseball on our screens with the Mets playing right now. Uh, the Yankees are playing down there against the Tigers. It's It, it just feels right. It's time. Um, hockey. The Devils are about to start over there in Newark against the Canadiens. I'll keep eyes on that. We can watch that game. And then in an hour, the Rangers look to continue their winning streak and make it 10. They'll be on national television back-to-back. Weekends against the Flyers. The Flyers will also be on national television back-to-back. Weekends, ABC and ESPN Plus will keep eyes on both of those games. They'll be on while I'm on, but let's get back to you. On the phones, everybody is calling up to talk Mets and Yankees. Let's go to Steve in Rockland on the fan. What's up, Steve?
3: Keith, how's it going
2: good happy to be here thank you for calling in
3: okay Keith I don't first let, let me start with uh Soto
2: Juan okay. Soto yes sir
3: now, here we go here we go now okay Stein how Steinbrenner yes. is his title is managing partner am I correct?
2: He owns the team, yeah.
3: Right, he's he's the majority. But look who he's a part in partnership with. He's in partnership with Amazon, with Bezos, with Murdoch money. And I have to believe. Tell me what you think. I have to believe before they made the trade, when the trade was imminent, he called his partners, his financial partners, and said, "Look, we don't want this to be one year." We're going to have to allocate major funds moving forward. We're going to want to retain him. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I just don't think the Yankees would have made that trade if that wasn't understood. I could be wrong. I don't know. If, I don't know if
2: the conversation had to do with Jeff Bezos or or Murda or anybody else. I think the conversation had to do with the fact that they gave up Michael King, Kyle Higashioka, Johnny Brito, Randy Val. Like they gave up a lot of players that played for them last year and could help this team this year. And if you give up that much for one guy and Trent Grisham, you got to retain that guy. And I think they have every. Plan and expectation and and everything. They're going to do everything in their power to keep him in pinstripes and pay him whatever it is they have to pay him.
3: And I just think once Soto, once once the regular season begins and he gets to Yankee Stadium, and he feels all the Dominican love that is, yeah. I, I don't think he's going to want to leave. I could be wrong about that too. But he, and now no, I want you're to go right. to Alonso right. because this is the thing. Okay. And I, I think you might, you know, as, as a as fellow Yankee fan, let him let him come to the Yankees. What I would love to see that guy, Pete Insert inserted. Yes.
2: Nah, he's I got he's got too much Mister Met in that polar bear blood. He he loves New York, but he wouldn't come to the other side.
3: You don't think you don't think that if the Mets would shut if the Mets would. Disrespect him in such a way. Sevy did it. And <sighs> Sevy's a yank, you
2: know. Steve, I gotta and- let you go, man. <laughs> I gotta let you go, man. Sevy did it. Stop that. Ay, <laughs> oh, yeah, ay, yeah. ay. Alright, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's start with Soto. We'll go to Alonzo and then we'll laugh about the, the Sevy thing. Sevy did not do it. Sevy was. Seve didn't even finish the season last year. Actually, let's get it out of the way now. Seve was terrible. He's the worst pitcher in baseball. He admitted it himself. And then he finished the season on the I.L. Contract done. The Mets did it. Seve didn't do it. The Mets came up to Seve early. It was so early in the offseason. Didn't that happen in, like, November? We'll take you. $13 million, without a without a doubt. I can stay in my same house in New York and play in the major leagues and make $13 million this year? There's nowhere else I'm even talking to. So that is not the same as Pete Alonzo hitting free agency and signing with the New York Yankees. Now we'll work backwards. You remember when Aaron Judge, and that's 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 the comp. You remember when Aaron Judge was a free agent? And early in the show, I listed the San Diego Padres it on him with $400 million. He was never going there. Uh, I'm not sure the numbers that the San Francisco Giants put out, and I also just read an alert that J.D. Martinez turned down an offer from the San Francisco Giants, so who knows how much he's looking for. I bet you David Stearns knows how much he's looking for, so that's a no-go. But Judge turned down offers from the Padres, from the Giants, and he signed with the Yankees, the team that drafted him, developed him, the team that he broke records with, won a Rookie of the Year MVP with, had been with. We never heard of Steve Cohen and the Mets pursuing him. We never heard an offer. We never heard a meeting. What we heard was there was a handshake agreement between Hal Steinbrenner and Steve Cohen. Hey, we get it that you are the richest owner in the sport. You've got billions. But stay out of this. This is our guy. Right? You're new in the game here. I don't know how the conversation went. But I think Hal Steinbrenner and Steve being familiar with each other. I think there was a handshake agreement that you're not even going to bid for our guy. Don't do that. Don't do that. We share this town, but like, please don't step in and try and complicate this any further. That's something you don't want to do. And speaking of something you don't want to do, I don't think that there was even a thought in Judge's brain of putting on that Mets jersey and that Mets hat. Now, when I talk about Pete Alonzo going to, I don't, I don't see it at all. And I know some of you are doing that. I get it. Alonzo to the Yankees next year makes sense for you because Anthony Rizzo is done. No. This guy is the face of the Mets franchise. He potentially can stay with the Mets and retire as the best position player they ever had. It would make no sense for him to join the Yankees. Unless he's that spiteful and the Yankees want to do it, but I think there'll be a handshake agreement that hey, don't do that. Don't uh don't don't pursue our guy. I, they have Juan Soto to pursue in the offseason. That's going to be the Yankees' big move of next year's offseason. Spoiler alert, everyone, $600 million to Juan Soto. I do
1: here's what I say about Alonzo to the Yankees it, it does make sense from a baseball point of view. I actually wonder from a Met's perspective and it has to deal with the Yankees is a lot is David Sturge and Steve Cohen married to signing only one of Pete Alonzo or Juan Soto? If that's
2: the case. If that's the case. It's it's Pete Alonzo. See, I, I, I it's Juan Soto all day for me. No, but it's not going to be. Because, again, if we go back to these handshake agreements, and now I'll finish my point going off of Steve's call. He started with Juan Soto. Like, I don't know why every single day I hear I just heard John Harper and Joe Benigno talk about going for Juan Soto next year. It's a realistic what, option. What in the hell makes you guys think with the current state of the bets, the Milwaukee Mets... That Juan Soto is going to want to leave what's going on right now with the Yankees, no matter how the seasons go on, no matter what happens, no matter how many games the Yankees win the mess. What makes you think that this guy is going to say, I'd rather go over there and join this mess? Be- 600 million? Oh, no, if it's 700 million.
1: Right, I think, I think it makes sense that Maybe Steve Cohen and David Stearns are saying we only can have one of those guys.
2: So and we're it, gonna outbid the Yankees right, for, Juan whatever, Soto, for one soda. Whatever they say, yeah, we're gonna add fifty million to add
1: it. And fifty million whatever it is. And honestly, no. it makes Juan no. Soto, now Juan Soto is perfect on any team. I understand that. But from a Mets perspective, I mean, he really fits like
2: perfectly. Okay. So from a Yankee perspective, just look at the guy. He shows up day one with a road shirt that says the generational Juan Soto in Yankees colors. He talked about how it's going to feel like home, how it's going to be electric in that stadium. Delomio personnel, he's Dominican. I don't know how often y'all are in the Bronx, but I'm in the Bronx a lot over the last 10 years and not just at the stadium. If you walk the streets, if you don't like I used to not have the privilege of parking in the garage where the media members park, I used to just park in the Bronx, I could park up as far as 170th Street. And when you're walking, and you see there are guys playing dominoes on the street, there are guys drinking and smoking and having a regular summer day. Dominicans are out there playing their music from a jukebox. It is a Dominican area. The food, you can go find the food that you like around there. I think that's something that Robinson Cano told him. And ding, there's another thing. Robinson Cano, he said, was his favorite player growing up. His dad is a Yankees fan. I tell y'all every night that I'm on, there's a picture of the first time his dad got to come to Yankee Stadium because the Nationals were playing the Yankees. He printed out a sign that said, yo, soy Yankee fan, had a Yankee hat, a Yankee jersey, and he made it clear to everyone. I'm just here to root for number 22 Juan Soto, but I'm a Yankee fan.
1: I appreciate that. I understand that. I believe it when he has the guts to turn down $700 million because money does <laughs> Listen. money no seriously money talks and by the way what did, what did the Bronx Yamamoto is it, do? the Bronx is 15 Shohei minutes from Otani
2: didn't even entertain it Right, he didn't even well, give they, you a well, conversation. They, well, they colluded to go to the same team. That's clear. I point. knew they were colluding. Yeah, that's. Clear, I was the one point. on the fan telling yes. you it's Yamamoto. Tati. It's it's not Yamasoto off season. It's Yamamotani and people are looking at me like, no, no, Keith, don't say that. Don't you want him to come to the Yanks? I'm like, did you watch the World Baseball Classic? Yeah. They're best friends. They didn't lose a game in the WBC. And by the they're way, they're coming to do the same thing over there in LA for the Dodgers. And by the way, of course you wanted to. So yeah. Uh,
1: uh, Yama Soto to so come dope. to the Yankees. Of course. I wanted him to look come at to the our, Mets. Look
2: what our pitching staff would be right, I right wanted, now. I with...
1: wanted him on the Mets. I don't care, but it was clear that wasn't going to happen. I just think the point is, I think Mets fans should prepare that clearly they're going into next, they're not extending Alonzo. There's a chance they trade him at the deadline if they fall out of it because they have to move him because you have to get assets for him. You can't let that guy walk for nothing. So they, they have to move him. If they're not in it at the deadline. Mets fans need to prepare for that. But also understand that Steve Cohen is going to shell out hundreds of millions of dollars. He already has to try to get this Mets team to the next level. And guys are
2: consistently laughing at you and turning down the money. They don't want to play for the Mets. They don't care if you have a billion, 13 billion, however much. It doesn't matter about a salary cap. It doesn't matter. They don't want to be Mets. And I'm not saying that to be an a hole. I'm not saying that to troll. No, no, no. I'm I, saying I, I know like the, I the know way money trolls. can't buy the you love. Like we keep we keep leaning on. Oh, DeGrom's going to be here forever. He can pay him. Well, no, the Texas Rangers paid him more, and he left. Pete Alonso, you got to pay, but he could potentially leave or be traded. To think that Juan Soto is going to live in New York City for the next seven months and be with Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole and the rest of the New York Yankees, and if you think the Yankees aren't going to whine and dine his dad every opportunity that they get, show him the secret entrances to everywhere in New York City. If you think they're not going to have him up in East Tremont and Dykeman on the low quietly at night, trust me, I know about the spots that Chapman and Nestor Cortez and these guys go to. If you think Juan Soto's not going to be in these clubs in the Bronx, like, wow. We get secret bottle service in areas. There's unlimited women. And come on, man. It just doesn't make any sense for him to say, okay, I'm going to leave the New York Yankees after this year, after they traded for me, after I got to wear the pinstripes, which is literally a dream. This guy changed his Instagram and his Twitter months ago in December to be like, oh, I'm, I'm a Yankee. To think that he's going to go to the other side for more money. I am I'm not a rich guy. I, I pray one day I will be. So I can't speak for what it's like to be a millionaire, multimillionaire. But I know this for a fact. These guys make more money than they can spend. There was a question floated out there about, oh, well, if Juan Soto gets paid more money than Aaron Judge, you think that's going to bother Aaron Judge? What? Aaron Judge, they, they can't spend this money in, in 10 lifetimes. That's that's fine. So but- what's the difference between $600 million from the Yankees and $650 million from the Mets Ego. is that you're a Yankee and not a Met. The Ego. Yeah. It, no, it's ego. These guys all have egos right now. No, man. I'm telling and, and you, bro. And by the way,
1: and by the way, the Bronx is about a 10 minute car ride with no traffic from Queens.
2: Yeah, and he's not gonna want to go over there. He and, might. And he play might with, not. with, but, with but, Mark Vientos and Brett
1: Beatty, but you, re, but you realize they're good. The Mets are gonna offer him a ton of money, right? So like the Yankees. What? Are, the, the Yankees, so he Yankees print has,
2: money. The so Yankees he are the, the have richest guts. franchise.
1: I, I I agree with that. But he has to have the guts to turn it down. And he I
2: will. He'll laugh and turn it down. That's I, that's what guys are doing, right? King Cohen. What king? this king cannot just bring you in the guys that you think because of his deep pockets so much so that he's not even using his money anymore he's reverse course he's changed well,
1: philosophy well they they had the second highest payroll in the in the league right now so he's, that's a technicality. he's spending money
2: that's a technicality bro for for me to listen to this radio station every day and hear the same the same thing was floated out 3 years ago about oh well we're going to be the highest bidder for judge we're going to have judge play for the me- oh well wait till we get otani oh yamamoto No way we don't get Yamamoto. These guys don't want to be Mets. And as of right now, David Stearns is running the Mets with a smirk on and a grin about taking a step back and not caring. Does Juan Soto want to win? Yes, he loves baseball. Yamamoto talked about, I wanted to be somewhere I was sure I was going to win. The Yankees missed the postseason. The Mets missed the postseason. The Dodgers go to the postseason every year and fail, but he knew he was going to be on a contender with Shohei Otani. They could have offered him $500 million to come to Queens. Steve Cohen went to Japan, took his whole family out to a French cuisine, wine and dine. He said, come over here, come to our estate. I'll let you in my house where me and my family live. And he laughed and said, I'm going to be a Dodger. I'm just trying to run the price up. You guys are fooling yourselves. I think it's a comeback to reality moment this season. You punched above your weight class for a couple years. You won 101 games, but ultimately, what did you win? And last year, when expectations were high and you were still going out there to sign uh, Justin Verlander, what happened? You failed again. So now, the owner is like, okay, I wasn't doing this right. I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie owner. And maybe I am too much of a fan. He gave you quotes like, 14% odds are crummy odds to make the playoffs. Punt. Kick the Thomas Morstead Punt. Five days before the trade deadline. Waved the white flag. D-Rob was a very important trade chip. Traded him away for 17 and 18-year-old kids. And then went on to get rid of everybody. Eduardo Escobar was already gone. Mark Canna, see you later. Uh, Tommy Pham, bye. Scherzer, I will literally send you to the World Series champions after you went and told Ken Rosenthal that you want to be in the running to win a World Series. I will grant you your wish, sir. Verlander? We know you didn't sell your house in Houston. We'll send you right back there to them. So now the focus became on the return that you got, uh, Gilbert, and and uh, I don't even know some of these kids, Luis Angel, like whatever. But those guys have to turn into professional players over the next two, three, four years. Your owner with the richest, like the richest owner in the sport, just, just stop saying it. It doesn't matter anymore. Now he's falling back to say, I didn't know how to do this. I thought Billy Epler and I could come in and put a five-year window on winning a championship and buy our way there. You all called him the new George Steinbrenner. You all looked at the Mets win 101 games and said that they are the new gold standard of baseball. And he made a ton of mistakes, like trying to swoop in and sign Carlos Correa in the middle of the night. And I remember getting on the fan and saying, I don't like that. Aaron Judge's day. Aaron Judge gets named the 16th captain. And there's this cloud floating over Yankee Stadium that, oh, Steve Cohen, big bad Steve Cohen signed Carlos Correa. He's going to come here, and Lindor and Correa are going to be the new A-Rod and cheater. Speaking of A-Rod, did you guys see A-Rod's tan? We had a whole A-Rod day here. Last Friday, we had a whole A-Rod day, and A-Rod was on vacation. And he called in, and he talked to the afternoon guys. He just popped up last night, and I don't know what he was doing. They're calling him the reverse Sammy Sosa. He looks black. He doesn't even look black. He looks like a, a Marvel Comics guy. He looks like the like a, like, what's the guy with the red face from Marvel Comics? There's a few of them. He looks like something out of a movie. He's burnt to a crisp. Anyway, they said Carlos Correa and Francisco Lindor would form the new A-Rod and Jeter across town. What happened to that? Just stop it already, please. I'm tired of hearing it. It doesn't make any sense to think that Juan Soto is going to play one season with Aaron Judge, with Garrett Cole, with the New York Yankees, where his dad is going to be in Legends whenever he wants, where he's going to get to learn the city and see the city as a Yankee. And then when that season ends, the Yankees aren't going to ante up. The Yankees aren't going to put their money into the middle of the table. And if Steve Cohen can outbid them by $50 or even $100 million, it's not going to be enough. For this young man to say, yeah, I'll go over there for the rest of my career.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink
1: you are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Lose. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. and back steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field into the end zone, and Nick makes the catch for the touchdown. He
1: went up with a big hands and caught it on the hail mary And the final play of the half sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019
2: FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yes, sir. A Saturday show. Keith McPherson on the Fan, KM 1 to 5 p.m. 90 minutes in, I'm watching the Devils now. I had to turn that Mets game off. I know I told you to turn it on because, like, baseball's back. Yeah, let's watch some baseball. No. No, you don't really want to waste your time watching that spring training game the first one. I mean, the Yankees are up right now 8 to 2 and we can't watch the game. But the Mets are now down uh 8 nothing and uh I did see Mark Vientos just get his first hit of the spring. He blooped one in. Um Jordan Walker could not see it in the sun and um that one dropped in. So good for Brett. Not Brett Beatty. They're the same guy. Uh, Mark Vientos getting his first knock of the spring. You're going to need that guy to have more where that comes from. Okay, that led to, as I I turned away, I'm watching the Devils game. That knock led to the Mets getting on the board in the fourth inning. After giving up four runs in the fourth inning, they're able to scratch a run across. It is now 8-1 if you're watching that game. I mean, it doesn't really matter, man. It's spring training. It doesn't really matter. But, yeah, the conversation we were having – uh sorry for yelling (laughs) it's about Juan Soto and him taking the most money next year I just I don't I don't see it man I just like just look at the trend in major league baseball guys are turning down offers guys are willing to wait it out and man for the most part it's where guys want to be look at Yamamoto Yamamoto wanted to be somewhere and he played everybody to get the highest offer he could and Even his boy Shohei Otani assisted with the deferred money in his contract to make that happen. Guys want to win. So you think this year you can um, cut back on the spending, Mets fans. You think this year you can take a step back and then next year go all in and Juan Soto's going to be like, yeah, this is where I want to spend the rest of my career, sure. Pete Alonso is out the door. I just don't, that doesn't make any sense. Like, and to keep leaning on your owner's money as if you can spend it for him, no, he's not even spending it the way he was. It used to be, oh, the Steve Cohen tax, to hell with that tax. Now it's like, ah, actually, let's change how we're doing things a bit here. 877 337 6666. Michael is in Stony Brook. Michael, you're on the fan. What's up, sir? Thanks for taking
3: the call.
2: Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I was
3: calling about Met fans, but. Severino contract is mind-boggling. I, I don't think he gets more than a spring training invite. I mean, he was he was awful last year. I, I and thirteen they jumped, million.
2: They jumped to give him one year thirteen million.
3: It, it's very strange. It was I don't know what they were thinking. But Mets fans, the way they're behaving, you know, this guy uh, towards Cohen anyway. He spent Spend three thirty last year, two fifty the year before. They didn't exactly kill it on attendance and <laughs> it, you know giving giving Alonzo 40 million now to the cost of 50 55 with tax what's wrong with waiting until the end of the year and then and then giving it to him and i liked it i likened, it, it, I
2: likened it to you know your personal finances you do your taxes it's tax season you might be like hey i uh, spent too much this year i'm going to owe this year like we got to take this one year to take a step back reassess See if we can hit on some things, maybe get a raise and then push forward. I just think this is a year. It's the first year of David Stearns. It's a reset year. They need some money to come off the books with guys they sent away last year. And and then they'll be right back into it. And at least you have the owner that can spend when the player wants to join the club and when it fits a need.
3: It's a really smart
2: strategy, but it's the Mets. So, yeah, but it's hard. I get it. You you were promised a championship in five years. You had a 101 win season two years ago. You do have guys on this team that did cash out, like Lindor, like Nimmo, uh, like Marte, like McNeil got his little deal. Like, you got guys that got paid and are supposed to be in the prime of their career. So, a lot of Mets fans are saying, What's the plan here? What's the plan here? What's the plan here? You got to wait and see. It's always wait and see for the wait. Met fan, though. It's 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 always oh well. We got to take a step back. Why? Like because now you have a new president of baseball operations that's leading the way. Steve Cohen tried to come in his way with the money and a new owner and and you know quick, fast in a hurry, microwaved this thing and and it blew up in his face.
3: You're 100 percent right, man. And thanks
4: for taking my call, sir.
2: Thanks for the call, Michael. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Ricky is in Far Rockaway on the Fan in New York.
4: I, hey, I hope you're right about Soto and the Yankees retaining him, except for the part about the bottle servers. I don't want him hanging out in clubs.
2: He's going to be. Um, he's 25 years old. When these guys <laughs> you're have, right, man. I, and I hate to say it on the radio, but I know right. some things, and I know where these guys go. Like Chapman was in the right. club the night before he pitched, the night that he pitched. The yeah. Night, yeah. Chapman was in the club every night. <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, they always figure they can do it. They can get it together for for, for one day. You know, I, I wanted to. How far back does your music, uh, you know, spectrum go? Uh,
2: I I had a couple cassette tapes in the in the nineties. I started picking up one dollar. Yeah, because you talk about what's going on in the clubs,
4: and there's a an eighties jam. It's called Beat Bop by Rammel Z and K Rob. So, the instrumental version, it's a great jam for, to play for, like, a DJ in and out of, I, for a radio. I got thing. it on, on, I got it on YouTube.
2: Club. I will. It's 2001. I'm not familiar with it, but I'll listen to it during the break.
4: Yeah, the instrumental version is the one that DJs used to use a lot. I was going to clubs in the 80s. That's why I mentioned it. Oh, and it was they were produced by Jean-Michael Basquiat? The...
2: Say that name again? Basquiat, I'm reading the Wikipedia. Beat Bop is a American hip-hop. Song. It was produced and arranged by Jean Michael. Right, right. John, the, Jean Michel Basquiat. Yeah, from Brooklyn.
4: Right, yeah. The instrumental version, when you get a chance, check it out. I mean the rap version's good too, but the instrumental version really fits in. Uh uh you know, I wanted to talk about Andy Pettit in the Hall of Fame, but you know, you got to me, you had to mention Cashman. You you, you threw out this negotiation prior uh, to twenty twenty two, I guess it was they negotiated with Judge. Cashman thought he was smarter than the other guy's team. He wasn't, and he always thinks he knows more. He waited for the day before the end of the trading uh, – I mean, I'm sorry, the negotiating window. It wasn't $240 million, It was 213.5. That's a big difference. I always
2: have $237.5 in my head because I think they tried to measure up with what Mookie Betts got, and they tried right. to well, put two, Judge right. like so – Right. Well, two thirteen
4: point five was six years, so it was almost thirty six oh, okay. a year, and that was the only offer they made. And he wound up costing Steinbrenner at least another extra hundred million, like you were saying. They could have gotten it on them for I bet for two eighty or something, maybe even a little less. But two thirteen and point five, not not two forty. Now, and 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 Chevy was a beast. That was a long time ago. He's a Mets headache, and and the, and the Mets headaches includes that one legged tap dancer in center field. They can have him, <laughs> but. <laughs> As as far as Andy in the Hall of Fame, you know, people talk about... That was a good joke, Paulie.
2: He didn't even have to say the guy's name, but that was a good one. Paulie looked at me (laughs) with the side eye. Everyone knows who it is. (laughs) Everyone knows
4: who it is. But the Hall of Fame, you know, people say Clemens, you know, drug uh, rumors or whatever. Uh, Clemens, Bonds... A-, a Rod Manny Ramirez, I think they all belong in the Hall of Fame. But why doesn't Pettit get more play? He won 253 games, more than 100 games from over 500 for his career.
2: Why uh, doesn't he get more, more play with who? He's in the Yankees camp. The Yankees employ he him. He's down there. he
4: got He's, like 15. He got like 15. You're talking about the in the Hall of Fame last
2: time. They're not going to put in. Hall of Famer? I do, and I mean, I mean, part of the reason I'm a Yankee fan, like Andy's got too many. Like I, I love Andy Pettit. How could you not? Like The, the thing is, not, the Baseball Writers of America, we just heard John Harper on like two hours ago, they are not right. caving on that group, that era, those guys. Those guys will literally never get in because these guys are going to live long enough for their window to expire.
4: You know, Andy Pettit pitched the greatest baseball game ever, in my opinion, the 96 World Series when he beat Smoltz 1-0. But because of analytics, you'll never see that again because they ruined starting pitching. He's got love and respect
2: in in Tampa with the Yankees and the Yankee fans. He's got love and respect in the Bronx when he comes through. Thanks for the call, Ricky. 877-337-6666. So I said this to BT. I remember driving to the stadium for opening day 2022. Uh, Tiki and Tierney were going live from the Hard Rock. And I turn on the fan, and I'm listening to the fan the whole time, but I guess the fan comes back from break, and I hear Aaron Judge's voice. And I'm like, why the hell is Judge on? I'm like, we're about an hour away. I'm parking my car. We're about an hour away from first pitch or warm-ups or whatever. like, why is Judge speaking? I remember specifically hearing Marley Rivera and some other reporters. Cashman threw him under the bus. They basically gave the media the information about the contract they offered him, and since he didn't accept it, They threw him to the reporters, and I'm like, this is just terrible. Like, this is how you're going to do business. And I said to BT, I remember that kind of souring opening day and whatever. um, The Yankees ended up going on to win, and we forgot about it. And then obviously Judge went on to win MVP and everything else. But I look at Cashman, and I'm like, bro, why are you like this to our favorite Yankees? I said on the show Thursday, he did it to three guys that are in my all-time favorite Yankees. Bernie Williams, who was my first Yankee that I looked at and saw a guy that kind of looked like me and wanted to play center field and wanted to play baseball and wanted to put on a Yankee hat. I was Bernie Williams for Halloween, back-to-back years between 97 and 98. Derek Jeter, when Bernie left, it was, of course, Derek Jeter. How many rings, how many clutch moments? And then, ultimately, Aaron Judge, who came out of nowhere right at the end of that era, you know, he was around Jeter, he was around A-Rod and those guys when he first got drafted, I think, in 2014. And then he became the new face of the franchise, Rookie of the Year, a guy that you're like, yo, you got to sign. Cashman played with all of them in their contract negotiations as if they're not the most beloved Yankees. He treated them all as just assets. As guys on paper. He
1: treats it like, he runs it like a business. And that has its positives and negatives, for the record. and he and But he's honest, lost
2: on those. <laughs> but
1: he, he's won on not, a few. Yeah,
2: not on, uh, not on all of them. But on those three guys in particular, you ended up oh, paying them anyway. Bad, it was a bad bet from him, but he was looking at it from a business
1: perspective. Which is all you can do. And by the way, good news for you. Spencer Jones, first at bat in the spring, Homer. 470 feet. Bro. Now the wind's blowing oh, out. We yeah,
2: started today. Let's go. And, and we came plays, and watched the game. And honestly,
1: makes even more sense now. The Yankees don't need to oh, pay Juan Oh, here we Juan go with Soto. you spinning this
2: for Juan Soto. The, they, they
1: don't need to pay Juan Soto. Oh, yeah. They don't they need
2: Juan Soto. Soto. Spencer Jer- Jones can play left field, Dominguez in center, Judge in right. Sure. Jones, Jones for Alonzo? No, dude. And have you heard me talk? I, I'm telling you, I'm wearing my uh, all star pin. When I first arrived in Seattle, getting off the plane, getting to the hotel, and getting to T-Mobile Ballpark, it was the Futures game that day. And the only Yankee in the Futures game that I at least remember was Spencer Jones. And I saw his kid hit, and I saw his kid standing next to Dave Winfield. And I'm like, that's the kid from Vanderbilt? I'm like, he's a left-handed Aaron Judge. They are going to put him by Judge. They are going to put him in the same mold, whatever they did with Judge. They are going to mold him in the same way. And his first spring training at bat, he goes deep. How how far?
1: Four seventy. Yeah. Now the wind is Effortless. blowing out, bowling yeah. center, but still four seventy is four seventy. No matter. I, I don't care how much. The so wind is in
2: theory, out. it is insurance in case Juan Soto leaves and goes to Absolutely. the Phillies. Absolutely. But you can and never theory, have honestly, too many guys, especially with the Yankees and how they get hurt. And listen, with John Carlos Stanton now he doesn't play too much outfield anymore. Stanton is, does not matter anymore. But They're prepared Aaron, this year for him to sit on the bench.
1: Aaron Judge. Injury history. He and has Aaron one.
2: Judge. And that's a perfect place for me to jump in with the article that I found. So with Aaron Judge, right, you ended up costing yourselves, let's say, uh, $130 million. Because I have an article from Marley Rivera on April 8th. New York Yankees offered Aaron Judge $230 million contract. GM Brian Cashman says, this is from 2022. This was at 11.11. 11. One's on the clock that morning. And I believe that was opening day uh, that, that year. So it was 230, and the caller was right who said 213.5. General manager Brian Cashman said the team offered a seven year, $213.5 million extension paired with the $17 million it offered in arbitration, which would have made the entire package 230. I said, for some reason, I thought I had 237.5 in my mind. That's just uh, a little of my own dyslexia. My wife says I have. And numbers just being similar, really, what it was was the 230 million that it actually was. That 17 million it was plus the 213.5. They offered Judge 230 million, and I think they got that number based off the Mookie Mookie uh, Betts contract. But Judge wanted to be a 13 million or a 300 million dollar man in Major League Baseball, And, and obviously he should be. But I'm saying that to say this: you said go out and prove it. He beyond proved it. He now owns the American League home run record. Some people think he has the home run record in all of baseball because they don't look at Barry Bonds as legitimate. He also now has an MVP. And that season, he stayed healthy for every single game. So much so that I got on this radio station and said, don't we want to win in October? He got to 61. He's struggling now. He's pressing now. Shut him down. He, he tied the record. So that he'll he'll always be history, his in history as tying the record. They, they kept him out there, and he probably wanted to be out there to own the record. He gets the record. But I'm like, he is not going to be prepared to carry this team the way he did all season in October. There's no chance they win it. And what did he do in October, which people still hold against him? Fast forward the next season to June. From October 2022 to June 2023, he runs into a wall, a block of cement, Dodger Stadium, I, I hate the Dodgers. I used to love the Dodgers. I had respect for the Dodgers coming out of Brooklyn, Jackie Robinson, all that. And I just I love going to Chavez Ravine. I think Dodger Stadium is one of the best that we have. I, I've been to Dodger Stadium 10 times, but I'm mad at the Dodgers because that shouldn't have ever been a thing. It shouldn't have ever been a possibility for anyone to run into that wall and get hurt like that. But, of course, it's Aaron Judge, the year that you pay him $360 million. And I've also been on record saying this. Wait till we get to July and Judge has been playing center field and maybe Dominguez isn't back and he's hitting triples and or he's hitting doubles and he's legging out a double and he's running in the outfield. And then all of a sudden they have to give him an extra rest day because his toe is sore. From turf toe to hammer toe to now a broken toe that Judge had where he had to wear a special cleat and, like, Him himself, they asked him last week about it. He said it's going to take constant management, that they're going to have to treat this thing. Just wait on it. Just wait on it. Judge, sooner rather than later, with that nine-year contract, is not going to be able to play the outfield and run around every day. He's on the other side of 30. Judge is going to turn into a guy that's going to need to DH. And you're going to sign Juan Soto at 25 because he'll be healthy to run and bring that left-handed bat and Spencer Jones being there healthy to run with that left-handed bat helps too. And Jason, you need more than three outfielders. And Judge is going to be a guy that they're going to have to protect to get the value out of him that basically Cashman fumbled the bag with I think you could have saved yourself sixty million dollars. If you would have gave him three hundred million dollars, I don't think he walks away from that.
1: No, I think I think you he, he's happy. You shut it you shut up your star player. And maybe he, he doesn't get million. the MVP now, and listen. maybe he
2: doesn't get the home run record. But right. so what? Ultimately the Yankees didn't win anything. They got swept out of the ALCS that Now, year. now
1: listen, if he if he turns down three hundred million, let's say, and he and he spets on himself and he wins and that leaks out, he got an extra sixty million, whatever. But I do think it's interesting that the Yankees are, are the Yankees are incredibly deep in the prospect pool, specifically outfielders. And you wonder, and this is not a troll job, you just wonder, does that play into the Brian Cashman like mindset and the Yankee mindset of should we allocate funds to a position that we need that we're weak in?
2: No, stop. Alex Verdugo's out of here too. That's a left-handed left fielder that's on a one-year deal that nobody talks sure, about. Sure. So when he leaves, boom, there's Spencer Jones. Let's take a call. John is in Clifton, New Jersey. What's up, John? Tell us something. You're on the fan.
3: Hey guys, I think we're all looking forward to the warmth of baseball, but the main event today is the Flyers Rangers game. And after coming off that huge comeback win in front of eighty thousand people, and I was at the Rock in Newark for that beatdown. It was glorious. The Rangers are a special team this year, and you know they're in a situation now where they can basically you know, you could look at the wildcard teams and start to uh, do some uh, you know scouting because. This team
2: is uh, – Start planning for the parade, outside. John. Where, where are you going to be drinking and partying for the parade? Oh, man, Canyon's here. I was there in 94. I remember <laughs> it well. 30 years. Before Thanks I... for the call, John. So we're about 10 minutes away from the Rangers game uh, getting started. Don't believe the hype. That's all I'm going to tell you. This is the hype capital. It doesn't work out for us. As soon as you start touching the money around here, as soon as you start making your plans, you're planning the parade. All oh, 30 years ago, this is where – Yeah. Be careful with that. I caution you. I said I didn't go to that Devils game. I could have easily been in there, but I took a nap, and when I woke up from that nap, I woke up more tired than I was, and I was like, I I don't have the energy to go there and fight these Rangers fans, and as I'm watching that game, and what was it, 4-0 by the second period before we even got, I'm like, I made the right decision. 0-0 over there in Newark. I guess the Devils are still licking their wounds and uh, coming back from getting absolutely beat up and bullied by the Rangers a few nights ago. It's scoreless after one period in Newark. But, yeah, you Rangers fans, get the win tonight. The Flyers are nothing to really worry about. Get to 10 wins and uh, tell everybody that you're winning the Stanley Cup and start making your plans for uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs and the parade and start touching the money. Go, Go for it. Literally go for it. Do all of that. And then when, I don't know, uh, they get knocked out by the Hurricanes or they get knocked out by the Capitals or whoever ends up in there, then we'll be on the fan talking about Peter LaViolette or Shesterkin. What happened to Shesterkin tonight, man? I'm going to be like, yo, back in late February, a week after the stadium series, after you beat the Devils, you beat the Flyers, we had callers, we had hosts touching the money, talking about winning the Stanley Cup, and it doesn't ever work out that way.
1: It's hope though, right?
2: It's that No, it's, it's more than hope. It's riding that that <laughs> wave of up and down. It's because- not hope. The Mets fans have hope that they'll have a winning record this year. The Rangers fans right now are starting to get insufferable. They're starting to get to the point where it's like, look at your own history. Look at what you've done just last year and slow down a little bit. Smart Ranger fans
1: and smart hockey fans realize how tough it is to win a Stanley Cup. Which you are. They realize how tough it is. But also, if I would compare it to another sport and another team, a realistic chance of winning a championship, the Yankees. They, nah. they, they they, they, don't have a realistic shot of winning a chance? The Yankees haven't played a single game yet. We don't know what they're going to be this year. They're real. They have a, on paper, I know it's on paper, they have a, as good as a chance as Comparance anyone. To look at to at the, Cowboys. Look, look the at Dallas Cowboys. Dallas
2: Cowboys were a number two seed, had a soft landing spot. Oh, they're going to play the youngest team in NFL playoff history. The Packers, oh, They're easily going to make a race, but look at the Vegas odds though on the Yankees.
1: They, the the Vegas odds, and I know it's the Yankee name. I understand it's every year. I know the Yankees are picked
2: to win the American League every year. I've been doing this for not as long as everyone else, but I've been doing this for a long enough time to know that the Yankees, just the brand, just the Yankees for clicks. Vegas, yeah, because everybody's going to put a bet on the Yankees. They got Juan Soto now. Yeah, Uh, let's get through spring training. Let's see how the arms hold up. Rodon's throwing tomorrow. Let's see what he looks like. What's Let's your
1: see. what's your uh, what's your over level? under for wins? No, what what's your? It's early. Spring today is the first spring training game. But I it's am a, cautious. What is your?
2: I have been hurt too much, man. I have seen it. I've seen the hype train. I've seen them sign free agents. What are, I've seen what them be trade for that? guys? What would I be happy what with? What would you be happy with? i you said you're... it. Be competitive. Okay. Get back to looking like the Yankees. Okay. Get back to not having bums like the Washington Nationals come into the Bronx and be showboating so and beating you so in a series. So it's not necessarily World Series or bust for you. No, because it's hard to win the World
1: Series. Okay. See, and again, 15 you're, years, you're a smart I was Yankee 20 fan. years old when they last won. Because Freshly you, 21. You realize how tough it is to make it through 160 games with everyone healthy. Because, again, if Cole goes through what Sangha went through— If Judge hits his foot on a wall again. I can only
2: go off of their recent history, which is what I'm telling the Rangers fans to do. Go off the recent history of the guys that you watch skate every night. Have they folded? Have they collapsed? Then I caution you. Don't believe the hype. And don't start writing checks that they can't cash. Take it day by day, week by week, month by month. We'll get there. Go on the magic carpet ride with them. But don't try and... Steer the ship. Don't try and say, oh, well, destination Stanley Cup finals. Here we come. See you at the parade because you're going to be crushed when they're a first round, second round exit, or if they actually get to the Stanley Cup like they did in what, 2015 against the Kings? 2014? 13? I don't even know. I remember I was I was working at MTV. They had the whole Rangers town set up in Bryant Park. Fans going out there to watch. It was so much hype. And then you came up a little bit short. Learn from your own history 2014 and what goalie beat them john quick good to have him now he's uh 10 years older but yeah you told me when i first came in here it's all about the goal the goalie standing on their head if your goalie doesn't have a good performance in the playoffs that could be it for you a team could get hot so yeah i, I get it rangers fans be excited i think you go to 10 wins the game's about to start we'll get eyes on it in here But just slow your roll. This microphone is powerful. This radio station is powerful. You call up Touching the Money, we'll all remember it. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.